Hi guys, it's your girl, the real Chelsea Lyles, and welcome back to my podcast, where I talk about all things energy, the power of believing in a positive mindset, and other high vibe shit that you need to know now. So let's just get right into it, you guys. There is a full moon tonight, and I always like to start the episode with kind of like an astrological forecast. Um, the full moon tonight is the sturgeon moon. It is called the sturgeon moon because, um, well, the naming of moons actually goes back to Native America colonial times, um, and they named the moons based off of what was happening during that season in or- in order to keep track year-round of the seasons. So, for example, right now would be a prime time for sturgeon fishing, for catching sturgeon um, in at this point during the summer. And so... That, there we have the sturgeon moon. Um, sometimes you'll hear names like blueberry moon, and it would it would um, you know be able to keep track of that time during the season where maybe all the blueberries were crops were um, ready to go, etc. So that's just kind of like an interesting behind the like backstory of like how these moons got their names. And for some reason, the sturgeon moon always stands out to me every single year. I don't know why. It's a positive way. Maybe it's because I like summer. Who knows? Um, and for full moons, a lot of people always ask me, like, you know, do you reset? How do you cleanse? And um, what are you supposed to do? And I think, you know, just because, yes, um, the full moon does amplify the energies, does amplify emotions, and the full moon, um, you know, the energy we can utilize that energy to cleanse our crystals, um, to charge our crystals or, uh, to really let go of things and set, set intentions going forward. And, um, for me, I feel like this is good to do if it resonates with you. You don't need to do it every full moon. You really, you don't need to, but I think that it's a good time. It's a good symbolic time, um, to do it if it feels fit for you. For me, I like to just enjoy. I like to just, you know, soak up the energy and joy. Um, I don't so so much focus on like, oh, people kind of act funny during full moons and and things like that. I don't focus on that. I do understand that um, because the energy is so strong that our emotions can be amplified. For example, if you're feeling overwhelmed, overworked, you know, this might be your breaking point where you really need to relax and like kind of like release. If you're feeling that there's something that's like upsetting you or or on your mind or, or making you mad, you know, you, this might really kind of um, expand that emotion. It might make you feel the need to really understand and really turn inwards and figure it out. Um, so emotions could be amplified. Same thing goes. If this is a great time for you, if you're thriving, glowing and manifesting, then this is a really good time for your energy, your manifestations to be amplified even more. And, um, yeah, I think that, you know, this information is really good information. I always give high value, good quality information, um, that comes from my heart, that comes from, you know, that I feel is need to know. And there's a lot of people out there providing information or exchanging information and knowledge. And I think that these are all really good things, but sometimes can be overwhelming because you're not really sure whose concept to listen to or what to believe. And at the end of the day, every single thing, like you already know, your there is an intuition, there is a gut feeling, there is um, like your body knows, your mind knows, your emotions know what you need. And so when full moons come around and things like this, uh, or if you read your horoscope or you follow the uh, astrology, um, or if you're in the beginning of your spiritual practice or kind of reigniting it, um, yes, we, we can hear these things and follow them. But I think at the most important is to do most what resonates with you, um, and that would be that would be kind of like my advice for this full moon is just to like rejoice in it and admire it and and see the beauty of it and um just enjoy and just i think be a little bit kinder i think we've kind of been dragged through the mud a little bit in the last 6 months i think that it's been a very confusing conflicting overwhelming discouraging time and a lot of our 
kind of the light in us has been diminished and we really need to, um, you know, relight that. We really need to like bring, um, I often like use like the kind of like analogy of, you know, you being on, on stage and the stage light being on you. And then you're like, you're so lit up. Right. And then you can't really see like the people in the crowd and like the people in the crowd, um, that are all staring at you is, is your life is all your, is all your issues, is is all your opportunities, is all your, um, is your past and your present and your future. And you're on this stage and the light is on you and and you really can't see, you can't see, you know, the faces in the crowd, right? So you can't really see clearly everything that is going on right now for you, right? There's always some sort of filter over it or smog or fog or, um, you know, a judgment or, or a a doubt that you have about, you know, lots of things going on in your life. We all do this. And so I think right now is kind of like a time where the last six months has been very foggy and really, really hard to see, really hard to navigate. We've, we've had to be very conscious to make effort to, have a voice or make effort to know where we stand or know what, what we want to believe to be true and what we don't. And I think that it's, it's exhausting. I think it's frustrating and it's very exhausting. And this kind of like frustration and this kind of exhaustion of us just keep pushing along and pushing along can really, that emotion can really overflow. Imagine picture a huge, you know, 100 foot tidal wave just coming crashing over onto you that emotion can just flood like from the top of your head straight through out to the bottom of your feet these emotions right that we've accumulated um subconsciously because of everything that we've just gone through and we don't even we don't even know how to like we're just trying to do the best that we can to navigate right we don't even know we don't know what's happening next but we're kind of in this like you know, stay prepared kind of mode, stay ready kind of mode, and just trying to hold ourselves together, right, and put our best foot forward. So I think that because we've been all through this as a collective together, and it's been a really kind of push-pull kind of experience between everybody joined together, everybody stay strong. But don't worry, you guys, because trust me, everything on the other side of this is going to be worth it. And I absolutely believe that, but it can be a little frustrating because you can feel like your willpower is running low. And that's why I think, if anything, we should use this full moon to signify and symbolize that, yes, as a collective, our willpower could be running low. Our gas tank could be sitting on empty, but it's okay because we are aware. We are aware. We are aware that, you know, we've been standing on this stage. Our light is kind of being dimmed. We're not potentially being being able to be, um, you know, uh, functioning at our highest frequency. We might find it very hard to be um, living to our full potential. And that's frustrating for us, right? Because we know what we're capable of, but we don't have the opportunity to be doing that right now. We know what we want, but we just feel like we're reaching our hand out and it's just like a couple more feet away and we really literally cannot grasp onto it, right? Um, we need our light back. We need, we need our full glowing, you know, light, airy, light energy back. We need it to be exuding from us all the time. Um, and so this full moon can really symbolize that as a collective going forward, that we have to be kinder. We have to be more gentle with ourselves. Um, we have to really like acknowledge kind of like this, this, tornado that we've been just whisked around in and then and you know these emotions just like flooding through us and it's very very um confusing so going forward we kind of if you need to release anything I think it's just releasing the energy that we're all feeling together I think it's just kind of um stopping and in the midst of all the chaos that we're viewing in the world, we really need to take more time to view the beautiful things in the world, the beautiful moon, the beautiful nature, the, the, you know, the, the, the ocean, the sand. We need to really make a more conscious effort to enjoy and view and just be in, in that kind of headspace to kind of counteract the chaos and all the, all the other stuff that has been kind of like, like I said, like just tidal waving, like 
overflowing us lately. Um, so I always... I always recommend setting an intention. I think it's good to set an intention at, at a full moon. I think it's good to set an intention, um, you know, after you smudge your home or after you, you know, a, a significant event or, or just, you know, maybe at the same time of of the day, of the morning, it's good to set an intention or once a week set an intention. Just kind of check in and make sure that you are, because anything, um, you know, once the intention is set, uh, generally, it will come in into fruition. It will it will exist. It will appear, right? So for me, it kind of holds you. It's a personal um, something that is important to you, and setting the attention um, also holds you accountable. And I think for myself lately, um, if you guys need an example, um, it could be it could be anything really. But if you need an example. Um, the intention that I would probably be setting for myself going forward is to really recognize that um, we are mirror, mirrors of each other. And I'll talk about this in another podcast, but we, we do mirror each other's energy. So for example, if I'm feeling like I'm really like killing it at work and I'm doing an amazing job and I'm, and I'm really just hustling and grinding and producing, you know, incredible, you know, stuff chances are the people closest to me, people that I'm around, people that I exchange, you know, my energy with are probably doing the same. They're probably doing a great job at work. It's probably flowing for them as well. It's probably really moving, you know, they're probably getting, you know, things are happening there. Um, it could be another example could be, um, if, I'm feeling down or upset or in some area of my life, chances are the people closest to me carry that same emotion with whatever it has to do with for them, right? And knowing this, knowing that um, I am not what you see in me, you are what you see in me. Um, and there is this idea, there is this concept. It's It makes me want to have more, make a more conscious effort to recognize whatever I feel, whether it's an up or or um, a down, like a high frequency emotion or a low frequency emotion, really recognize that, really understand, try to understand where that's coming from. But at the same time, lead with more love and compassion with the idea that, okay, if I'm feeling this, then this energy is linked to the other people around me. This energy is linked to the collective around me. So I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm going to make sure that if I'm feeling unmotivated, like I'm not exercising, like my body's not moving, that energy's not moving, I'm going to make sure that I hold the people around me accountable. Hey, did you work out today? Hey, like, you know, like, did you, did you go to that class you said you were going to go to, or you're really killing it in your workouts? You know what I'm saying? If I'm feeling really insecure, if I'm feeling like, you know what, I'm just not really loving the way I'm looking this week. I'm not really enjoying myself. I'm not liking my outfits. I'm not liking the way my hair is. My confidence is low. I'm going to make sure and and understand first and foremost, you know, that energy is is somewhere as well in the people around me because we are mirrors of each other. And, you know, I'm going to check on somebody else. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to see, you know, their haircut and I'm going to give them that compliment. I'm going to, you know, see their new outfit and I'm going to ask them where they got it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a more conscious effort to actually use my voice because my words are so powerful. And instead of just thinking in my head, oh, I really like that shirt on them. I'm going to say it out loud and say, oh, I really like that shirt on you. And this could be, you know, people that you're close with you guys, or this could be with, um, you know, people that you just come in contact with the cashier or like that you go through at the grocery store, the person that you see, you know, um, at work all the time. And it's just, you never really understand. You never, you never can really know what somebody is going through, especially if you don't get, you know, a lot of long, you know, quality time. It's not often we can really just sit with somebody for a few hours and just, just communicate on how we're feeling. So I think a really good way to do this is to acknowledge how we feel first, acknowledge where we stand, acknowledge what we bring to the table, and then recognize those qualities and those emotions in somebody else. And instead of just thinking it, use your voice and say it, give the compliment. Um, you know, make that phone call, um, you know, comment on that photo, right? Like these are energetic things that we can do and you don't know what that might do for somebody. You don't, 
you know, you don't know what that might do. And if I'm, if I'm see my friend and, and I thought she looked great, but I didn't really like have a chance to say it like in the moment because, you know, I, I, it, there was a lot of people around or whatever it may be. Make the effort to send that text later and be like, you know what? Like, I didn't get a chance to tell you, but I haven't seen you in a long time and you look, you look so great. And, you know, nine times out of 10, when you do that, you get the response back of like, oh, thank you so much. I didn't really feel, you know, that, that good today or I was feeling kind of shitty today. You don't, you have, you have no idea how powerful your words are. And I think that it's examples like this that prove every time that leading with love and leading with compassion and using your words in a positive way um, is really is really so important. It's really the key to raising your vibration um, anytime, quickly, right? Love has the highest vibrational frequency. Love has that. So if you're doing anything out of love, saying anything out of love, showing love, showing compassion, like this is how to get your frequency up. So my intention for myself going forward um, would be more to speak up, would be more, um, uh, able to understand what I'm, where I'm at and, you know, really have compassion for the people around me because they're probably, there's, they're somewhere, you know, in the same energetic frequency as I am. And I really want to make sure that everybody around me is seen, um, heard, loved and supported by me. That's just, it's just important to me. And I think, uh, sometimes we're so focused on what's going on around us. Like I'm, we're focused on what's going on around us because number one, we have a job to do. We need to work. We need to do the things we're in our physical world. Um, and we're seeing things as they are, as they come, everything is very fast paced, but, and we might think that we're good. You know, you might just be good. If someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm like, Oh, I'm okay. But that should not be my answer. You know, it is our birthright to feel love, joy, happiness, excitement, you know, all these things, you know, all the time. I should, my response should be like, oh, I'm so great, blah, blah, blah. And so if your answer is always just like, oh, I'm okay, I'm fine. Like, why are you just okay? Why are you just fine? And I think, you know, it's a a good time to take a second and really like ask yourself like, what, what area are you just okay in? Like, and, you know, acknowledge that feeling and just, um, if, if the feeling is anger, then who is it in your life? Who, who around you where, you know, they're probably feeling anger as well. So, so make sure you reach out and you show that love. Cause it's, it's been a really pressing time. It's been a really hard time and it's been a really chaotic time. And, I think a lot of people's willpower is kind of diminishing right now and we really need to, um, you know, bring back that light, that light that we're supposed to have. The light you see in me is the light I see in you, right? And we should be flourishing. So if you guys, um, you know, listen to this podcast in time and don't be, um, you know, upset if you didn't see the full moon tonight uh, on Monday because it goes into Tuesday as well and that energy lasts as well for the next following um, you know, week, right? So, um, what I really want to talk about is, um, is finding clarity. And the reason why I want to talk about finding clarity and getting really specific is because a lot of people come to me and, 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 and feel like when they're, when their manifestations are not coming into fruition, it can be very discouraging. And I want to talk about some reasons why that might be happening and more like some, a tool that I feel like if you practice this, if you take this tool and you practice this exercise, things will really turn around for you. So clarity is basically knowing exactly what the target is and, and getting it and going towards it, right? Clarity is knowing exactly what you want in life. When you know, when you get specific and you know exactly what you want, chances are you're going to get it. Um, if you know, you know, it's, it's so nice. It's so nice when you ask somebody, oh, what do you want for dinner? And they say, I want spaghetti and meatballs. And you're like, perfect. Now I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to get the stuff to make that. It's not, it's not fun when you say, oh, what do you want to eat? And the person goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And trust me, I'm the biggest person that always says, I don't know. doesn't matter because for me, I'm happy to eat, you know, whatever. Like I want the other person to get what they want. 
really, truly. And honestly, that's so like ridiculous. But it's I always say like, I don't know, or it doesn't matter because to me, it's more important to me that the other person is happy with what they're eating. So if I say tacos and the person doesn't want tacos, I'm going to feel bad because I would have been happy with, with anything else, right? But that's annoying t- sometimes for the other person. The other person would just rather me say tacos. You know what I'm saying? So clarity is just such a beautiful thing. It's such a, um, it's just, it's, it's really nice to meet someone who is a sure thing, who is a straight shooter, who is, who knows what they like and knows what they don't like. We don't like wishy-washy. I, I really, I don't like one foot in, one foot out. And sometimes in my life, I find myself in situations where I'm half committed, half not. And I hate that. Like, I just want to be full throttle or nothing at all, you know? Um, so, uh, we got to get clear. We really have to get clarity. It's so refreshing to meet somebody who has clarity or who practices clarity. Um, and when you have clarity on something, you really, your manifestations are just going to be like, like poof, here I am. They're literally, you're going to have that genie in a bottle moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I literally wanted this. And then boom, it appeared. So let's talk about how we can, we can gain clarity and how we can really get this rolling really quick. Okay. So Emotion is created by motion. Emotion is the epitome of, of uh, is at the core, okay? It is the um, sure thing. You need emotion in order to manifest. And you need to be uh, committed to the emotion, the emotional connection to what you desire. So how do we get this emotion? How do we get gain momentum behind our emotion, right? Because we could so very much think about the thing we're trying to manifest. And we're like, I'm thinking about it. I'm writing about it. I'm meditating about it. I'm envisioning it. I'm speaking it. Like, how come it's not coming into my existence? And it's like, well, let's figure out, is that emotion? Is there the connection between the emotion and the thought? Do we need to amplify the emotion? Perhaps. Okay. So if we have to amplify that emotion, how can we do that? So emotion is created by emotion. The way you move determines the way that you feel about a thing, right? And, you know, if if you don't feel like you have this strong emotional connection, there's a blockage there between you and that, that thing. There's a blockage, um, or could be a few blockages between where you are at and what you desire. And, it's working through, this is the work. This is where the work comes in, right? This is where the actual, this is the spiritual, spiritual people always talk about, you know, the work needs to get done or gets ugly before it gets good. If your manifestations are continuously not happening for you, that emotional connection is probably lacking. It's not there. So how come? Can you tap into your emotions can you dive deeper? Does it make you uncomfortable to do that? If it makes you uncomfortable to do that, then there's probably a blockage there that you need to work through. And you can work through your blockages by doing meditations, by journaling, by writing it down, by talking it out, things like that, right? Acknowledging it and just simply saying, I'm going to let this go now. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to drop this story that I'm telling myself. And by, by working through these blockages, your emotions, you can, you can almost, it's like, it's like having, um, whatever it is that you want to manifest is at one end of, you know, the field or, and you're at the other end of the field and you're staring straight at it. And let's say that there's no blockages between, you know, you and whatever it is. It's like having like a straight shooting, um, like laser right at your manifestation of emotion. It's just like, bing, it's like a target. And you just, you, you have that bow and arrow and the bow and arrow, the arrow is the, um, emotion that you need to connect to your manifestation. And you pull the bow back and the arrow just boom goes. And it's just high speed blasting through the wind, bam, hits the target. And then your manifestation just explodes. It's like, thank you for giving me, you know, this emotional connection. Thank you for really tapping in and really being there. Now I'm going to make this happen for you. That was a direct route, right? Sometimes our manifestation is at the other end of that field. And it's like, 
we shoot the, the, the arrow, right? We pull the bow back, shoot the arrow, and there's like distraction, you know, fogginess, uh, you know, this, this, this. And it's like that arrow is going kind of, you know, slow. It's getting stuck. Maybe it kind of goes a little bit more and then, you know, it starts to, it doesn't, it, it, it's, it's lost its momentum and it starts to like go down, like, woo, go down. You know what I mean? Like it starts to, 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 to just drop. Uh, yeah, we really got to work through those, those blockages, those distractions, those, that kind of whatever is there in the way. Um, and this is where it gets uncomfortable. And this is where you got to work through pain. You got to work through bad memories. You got to work through childhood issues. You got to call your parents and ask them, you know, why this, why that? Or you got to, you know, really re- revisit some of those traumatic times or some of those unsettling times or some of those times where you didn't feel safe or you didn't feel confident or you, you are, um, you know, who you are, your light was diminished and things like that. And you got to go through those things and you really got to work on them. And it's not going to be quick for all of us, right? Sometimes it might take some time, but you can do it. And then um, you can kind of really harness all your emotion back, right? Because I want you to view it like this. Say there that you have your manifestation and you're at the other end, right? And these blockages, whatever is standing in the way between connecting, um, you know, having a full, you know, meter of emotion to be able to give to your manifestation, um, let's say like 10% is stuck in this event that happened in your life. And 10% of the emotion you should have to that is is wrapped around, you know, something other ev- traumatic event in your life. And some other 10% is wrapped around this subconscious limiting belief. And so now you're down to 70% of, of emotion to give to your manifestation. Do, do you get me? Um, we really need to figure that out and we need to take our power back and we need to just decide and decide that it is time to acknowledge and rewrite our our beliefs around whatever the topic may be. So, and I'll, you know, think of an example that I can give you, but this is what I want you to start with. There's five aspects I feel that are significant in my life. And that's my body, my career, my spiritual um, connection, and my finances and my relationships. And so let's say I have a manifestation around something to do with my body, okay? Let's say I want, you know, thick thighs and a fat butt, and it's just not popping off for me. Okay, why could that be? It could be, um, you know, because of, I could make up a lot of excuses, right? It could be de- genetics. It could be, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to ask myself, okay, let's write down body. Let's let's figure out what my subconscious beliefs are about the way that my body moves, responds, reacts, etc. And for the last, I'd say, eight years of my life, I have spent an incredible amount of time to manifest a healthy functioning body there was a time in my life where I felt like my health not felt where my health was compromised and so from then on I devoted countless hours to researching um you know herbs and supplements and nutrients and 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 the way I wanted to eat and the way my body functioned and intuitive eating and um, fruits, vegetables, you know, juicing and bone broth and all these things. I just wanted my body to be the epitome of health. And I was really manifesting health. I was affirming it. I was writing it down. My And most importantly, ritual. My rituals were creating my body of health. And people ask me all the time now, how do you stay so thin? And it's like, I don't even know. Like, it's you know, uh, you know, I somewhat know, but it's like, I just, I built this, I built this, this for years. And it wasn't about my physical outer experience of my body. It was completely the internal function of my body that I was trying to manifest. And now I'm at a point where that's incredible, but I have to, I have to rewrite my story about my body. I have to stop viewing my body as a body that, but that I felt betrayed me as a body that I felt went through this tough time and a body that I felt, you know, was compromised and, and a body that I felt that I was stuck in. 
literally why me and a body that I felt like had been through so much and 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 just I felt like you know my body had experienced whatever it experienced and was almost like um never gonna be the same and never gonna be as good and that's a belief that that is a belief that I didn't want to carry anymore and so now I have this um healthy beautiful body that that is functioning great and there's still this idea I believe in my subconscious mind that comes from a fear-based thought and this is what I want you to focus on is is that it comes from a fear-based thought that I fear that if I rewrite my story if I change the way I do things I fear that I'm going to go back to those times and my body is not going to be healthy and my body is not going to be able to function I fear that if I choose to eat the foods that I need to eat now in order to have the body on the exterior, the body, the strong, um, you know, like more, more weight, more, more shapely, the body that I desire, the image of the body that I want to manifest now and challenge myself to, to be able to, to work towards. I fear that eating those foods or doing those things in order to get it will put my body in a state where it will not function like I like I believe that it needs to do so. I cannot let go of this idea that that I that my body will be unhealthy if I eat like that. Right? Because I lived through a time where I wasn't eating sugar. I wasn't eating grains. I wasn't eating wheat. I wasn't eating dairy. I wasn't eating eggs. I wasn't, you know, all these things. I was so limited so that my body could flourish. And now I I have fear. I have fear that if I eat the protein or the weight gain, or if I fear that if I eat the steak, the potatoes, the this, that, that I, that I will not ever be the same, that I worked so hard to manifest health. But Consciously, I know that's ridiculous. Consciously, I know that I am smart, educated, and I will always be healthy. I know that my body is in a state of health and will probably enjoy and probably appreciate the steak and potatoes, etc. But I still have fear because it was such a hard, heartbreaking time that will I be okay? Will I be okay if I go back to those things? Will I be okay if I don't just um, live off of smoothies and salads and et cetera, et cetera? It's, emo- it's actually like I'm getting emotional even like thinking about it because it's just so, um, it's so hard to understand. It's so hard, I think, for the people. It's so hard, you know, it's not hard to understand. It's just uncomfortable to go back into that mindset of speaking through these thoughts and feelings that I have because it reminds me of those times and then my emotions that I felt during those times are like coming up even like right now I can feel them coming up like I'm getting emotional and it's like I don't want to um, be that version of myself and I don't want to be that version of myself around the people that I have around me right now because I don't want them to feel differently about me. And you can understand how this kind of little example does have a deep-rooted um, emotion to it. And I truly do feel that I'm self-sabotaging myself from living in the body that I know that I can create and that I desire and the and the goal that I have right now, I'm sabotaging, I'm self-sabotaging it because of these fears that I have connected to my body and my experiences. So how I can change it at first is to acknowledge it, right? Write it down, acknowledge it, feel those things and really give love to that person and the, and the, to those that situation and then also um going forward if this is something that I really want right it's something that we really want how I need to do that is reprogram my subconscious mind through rituals okay so I need to make time I need to have rituals that yes I enjoy going to the farmer's market but I need to enjoy 
going, um, you know, to the grocery store and getting these other food items that I'm just not used to purchasing. Ugh, like, I don't know why even that is emotional for me. I need to create the ritual that even though my body is programmed to thrive and enjoy and love high intensity workouts, I know that I actually can train myself to enjoy a lesser cardio, more high weight, slower paced workout where I might not get that extreme sweat. But I can learn to enjoy these things um, and create new rituals. And it's through creating new rituals that we start to form a habit, but you're also reprogramming your subconscious mind. This is why they say if you're starting a workout or an exercise plan, it takes three weeks or, or 21 days to form a habit in whatever you're doing. Well, it's not just the habit. Replace that word habit with reprogramming you know, your subconscious beliefs around that thing, which an example right now is my body. So I hope you're staying with me on this one. So that's just one example of one area in my life. So this is what I want you to do. You know, and these are the five areas for me is my body, my career, my spirituality, my finances and my relationships. So then I literally take the next thing, career. Okay, where am I at in my career? What is my story about my career? What is my um, subconscious beliefs about my career? as it stands right now. What is the story I've been telling myself about it? You know, I've been telling myself about it like that that I enjoy doing this and I don't enjoy doing that. That that my weaknesses are here and my strengths are here. That I'm amazing at this but I'm not good at this. And I'm kind of like, you know, so I need to understand what my what story I'm telling myself. What story did I write for myself about my career? And where do I want to be in my career? Okay, it's very clear to my to me right now that I I clearly um, at this point in my life, n- need to I've I've created that I can work for myself. I can be my boss and I can be my employee. I can hold myself accountable and I can show up for work. You know, so I really need to um, train myself and learn how to be a better leader, a better a better boss, a better um, you know person in business. And I need to learn how to be a better employee. I need to get up earlier. I need to set my schedule. I need to um, push myself. I need to um, act as if I want to earn that raise for myself, just like I would to any other employer. And then as a boss, I need to say, no, sorry, honey, you didn't get it because you slept in or you decided, you know, to do this instead. Right. And I need to just really level up um, in that way. So, I need to understand where I'm at. I need to, and I need to figure it out. I need to figure it out. If I, if my career, if there's something about my career at the end of the field, I need to figure out and gain clarity. Where is it that I'm going next with my work? What does it look like? What is it specifically? I need to gain clarity. Once I have clarity and I can see it at the other end of the field and I'm ready to shoot my bow and arrow of, of emotion, straight down to just attach to the manifestation around my career. If there's anything blocking it, I need to understand what it is. And that and and this is how I we understand, right? We understand where we're at right now and where we want to be and then work through the limiting beliefs or work through the subconscious beliefs that we have attached to it. And we need to change it through rituals. And through rituals, I mean, it could be simple. It could be that I simply change my ritual of my morning routine. It's simply, I could say this day, this day, this day out of the week, I'm working on this. This day, this day, this day, I'm working on this. And these are my two days off, or this is my one day off, or this is my three days off. You know what I'm saying? And rewrite my rituals about it. And it'll it'll reprogram my subconscious mind, aligning me, bringing me closer to igniting that emotion to attach to the manifestation that I have around my career. And then I'm going to pop off and it's going to be amazing, right? Um, and same goes for my spiritual practices. It's like, you know, where am I at? Where do I want to be? And, and, and for finances as well, what is my relationship with money right now? What are my um, limiting beliefs around um, abundance right now? And how, what is my story that put me here? You know, why did I, why did I write a story that I need to make this much money per month to be able to pay my bills and live? How come I didn't make it another five grand higher? How come, you know, 
How come I'm limiting myself at what I need to get by and then a little bit more? Why am I not doubling it, tripling it? You know, why? how can I rewrite it to, to need to know? No, 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 no. Instead of making this much per month, I need to make this much per month. And then change my rituals in order to align with that. You know, maybe I'm getting up two hours earlier and I'm, and I'm calling more contacts. Maybe I'm spending an extra hour per day reaching out to retailers to, to sell my stuff. Maybe I'm asking for more help in my business and people to invest in me so that I can really expand, right? Um, and, and to more get me in, in line with, you know, exploding my manifestations around finances, right? But there's a lot of blockages in there, right? Even now, I just spoke it out. I, I, I know that there is, but I just said it out loud that there are blockages. So there just goes to show you that clearly, you know, um, that's a story I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself that I have blockages between myself and, and uh, my finances. So there's work to do, right? And then finally, relationships. And so with my relationships, and this goes, relationships, I feel like people freak out because you say the word relationship and it's like, oh my God, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. It's like, relationships is, is everything. Understand that you have a relationship with everybody. You have a relationship with your mom. You have a relationship um, with your coworkers. You have a relationship with your boss. You have a relationship with your friends. There's lots of different kinds. All these things are relationships, right? So it doesn't automatically have to go directly towards your lover or your husband, um, however, I have, I have, a, you know, I have had a lot of negative experiences that have to do with relationships. So I feel like, um, there's a lot of work to be done between myself and my relationships, me and being a better friend, me and being a better sister, me and being a better daughter, me and be, me and being a better, you know, lover. Um, there's a lot to do there. And, um, you know, it's just recognizing what my subconscious beliefs are around my relationships. Okay. And we all, we all can, you guys can all resonate with these five different areas that I'm talking about, right? It just could be different for you. One person's going to be stronger in one area than the other or, or whatever it may be. Um, so for example, for my relationships right now, I, I it, it makes me emotional because I know when I'm sabotaging my relationships. I know when I'm not being of service or, or being kind with my relationships. And I know when I'm um, just, just not fully authentically myself in my relationships with the people around me. Um, and I know, and it, it's really emotional for me because I know where this stems from. And it's, it's horrible. Like it's heartbreaking. Um, you know, it's really hard. Yes, I have a podcast. I can talk. If you're my client, you know, I can, I can talk and I'm a really good listener and I pride myself on being a very good listener. And, um, you know, even when you think I'm not listening, trust me, I'm listening. But, um, when it comes to speaking up for myself or using my words or voicing how I feel with my relationships with with anybody in my life, it's very hard for me. It's very hard for me because um, I was in a relationship where if I ever, you know, wanted to say how I felt, that it, it was always stupid. You know, how I felt was always stupid, dumb, wrong, not important, um, not valued. I was not heard. I was not appreciated. I was an idiot. I was this. I was that. I was everything under the sun. I was, I was that. And so even, and, and this my, 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 this happened with somebody where I was so young, so naive and so absorbing. I was like a sponge, you know, and what he did to me or how he reacted to me really, I was learning from him. You know, I, I loved this person. So I trusted him and I thought he was right. So um, when you hear that, when you say something, but you hear over and over and over that that's stupid, you really start to, to, to think that that is stupid because a person that you love and trust, you know, wouldn't say that it's stupid if they, like, to be mean, like, you know what I mean? Like it was very confusing, but, um, it starts to t be very taxing on, on your spirit. And I lost a lot of my spirit when I was in this relationship of who I am. And I lost my voice of who I am. Before this relationship, I was very confident. I was definitely okay with speaking my mind. Um, you know, if, 
if somebody said, you know, this, I was like very quick to check them and say, "Uh uh-uh, no, I don't think so. Like I was always very, you know, and the people around me at that time in my life, very outgoing, very passionate, very honest, very direct, a straight shooter, all qualities that I still have. But when it comes down to being a time where I need to speak my feelings to somebody that I love or care about, it's very hard for me because I went through years and years and years and years and years of speaking my feelings to somebody who I loved and cared about to basically being like, you know, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. Like I'm being walked all over. Um, he really diminished my light. He basically like turned, you know, my light off of me, you know, and it was, it's hard. It's hard because I'm so far like from that girl and I feel very sad for her, like because that pain during those times is just like unimaginable. And I never, you know, I'm not, I don't carry it with me in the way that I used to, but I, it's disheartening and emotional for me because I can understand ways that I am that I don't want to be, but I know that they come from that. And I know that because of these, these reasons, because of these beliefs, because of these experiences, um, I, I don't, I don't feel, um, like I am meant in my life to have true love. I don't feel that I'm meant in my life. I don't feel, um, you know, fully valued, appreciated, seen. I don't feel I like, um, that I, that that connection with somebody is always meant for me. And it's crazy because it's like, people could say, you're so pretty. Like, why don't you have this? What you should, you could have that. You could have anything. And it's like, right. But I don't feel that. I know these things. I know these things. I know I bring a lot to the table. I know that I'm a lovable person. I know that I, you know, have a lot of love to give. However, it's something that it's was such a negative experience in my life that it's, it's hard. It's like I can't, I can't get my words out. It's hard. It's like one of those things where somebody asks me, how are you feeling today? That I really truly can't feel like I can be vulnerable or as vulnerable as I want to be because if I tell you how I feel, if I'm vulnerable with you, you're just going to crush my heart because that's how, you know, it's always been. If I tell you what's wrong, you're going to just use it against me. If I tell you what's on my mind, you're going to laugh at me, you know? And these are like the things that I experienced. So it's hard. I think, oh my God, it's like emotional. It's like, it's hard because it's sabotage, it's self-sabotage. It's because, you know, when you have those experiences and they're really, really experiences, right, that, that are heartbreaking, um, you don't want to feel that again. So this is what I'm getting at. It's we sometimes can't reach our manifestations or our desires in life because there is these blockages that sometimes and most often are not enjoyable to work through. And how do you explain that to somebody and expect them to understand? You know, thank you for asking me how I'm feeling, but I don't really think I can tell you because I don't really feel safe telling you because the last time I told somebody that I cared about how I feel, they literally like laughed at me, used it against me, told told me that I'm an idiot, stupid, all these things, and really like beat me down, really beat me down in anything that I felt from my heart, just like, you know, just it was trash and not one time but every single time and it's really hard and so you can have a lot of love for somebody but 
like I did like before and I you know but you but you but I'm in a state where I know where I'm in a state where I feel but I'm not lovable back and when it feels so real it's very very frustrating it's very hard you know and you desire these things but but you just you know that like you're participating in the sabotage of 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 your desire based on you know beliefs that are so deeply programmed in you so it's frustrating and you know, and I've I've felt very frustrated lately, and I know the people around me are frustrated. There, there's an energetic frustration around me because people's manifestations are not popping off the way that they used to, or they're just not popping off right now. And people, you know, the thing is, when you say my manifestations aren't working, I truly do believe that's just your willpower breaking down. And we need to really ask ourselves, you know, and I told my, and this is the thing, that example that I just gave you about relationships, that is a story. You know, yes, it is made up because of experiences, but experiences that happened 10 years ago. And it's, it doesn't have to be that story anymore. I could wake up tomorrow and say, this is not my story about relationships anymore. When people ask me, why don't you, why aren't you married this and that? And I would say, oh, that just doesn't work for me. And they'd laugh and be like, what do you mean? And I'd say, oh no, I had a boyfriend one time and it just, that didn't work for me. It's not meant for me. Um, that's not really in the cards for me. Uh, it just didn't work out. And they'll laugh and, and be like, oh, like that's ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, and my story about, about love and relationships was that it, it wasn't meant for me. It didn't work for me. I gave it my all. I, I, I was full of love. I did all the things all the things, all the right things, all the nice things. Um, and I, it just, I, I gave all my love and it just got just completely like ripped up and shattered and, and just stepped on and crushed. Like I'm not doing that again. And I wrote this story and I told myself, okay, you know what, Chelsea, one day, maybe it's for you. But before that, b- before you can have that thing, before you can have that relationship, what you need to do is have your your health and your body in check. You need to get your finances and, and your bills paid. You need to be getting your career on track and and, and top notch and, and, and financial freedom and all the things and be successful. And you need to be so spiritually connected and master your mind to such a level that nobody ever is ever going to break you again. And no matter if your, your, your love is compromised or your relationship is compromised or your job is compromised, it doesn't really matter because you're going to be so spiritually connected that none of this is going to rock you. Such an unrealistic expectation and how cruel for me to write that story of myself basically saying, you, you do not, you will not get this unless you do this. And that's not fair. You know, I told myself a story that, you can experience love and intimacy and passion and adventure and fun, but you got to do this, 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 and this first. And that's not fair. That's, that's just not, you know, fair to me. And, but I felt like, okay, if I get all these things right, then, then I'll probably get the relationship because by that time I will be of such good value that somebody will actually love me. If my spirituality is on point, if my finances are right, if my career is on check, and if my body's looking fine, then somebody will love you. And, you know, so in order to, so this is a, this is a long example, but this is an example of um, just acknowledging where I'm at, where we're at. And, and knowing that you can change your story at any moment and rewrite your subconscious beliefs. And you can do this starting with your rituals. So for me, myself, I know that this is my story about relationships. And it's like, yeah, I'm not having that anymore. That story is not me anymore. I'm not that girl anymore. We're so far from each other. And, you know, I work really hard in every area of my life. And I... 
I'm rewriting my story of, you know what, I, I want to build with somebody and I, and I have a lot of love to give. And in order for me to be able to give all the love that I have, um, I really need to be able to let somebody love me. And I really need to stop the self-sabotage. And, you know, you can have love and a relationship and still be working on your career. And you can have fun and adventure and still you know, be working on your spirituality and be growing with somebody on a spiritual level, etc. Right. So how do we, how do I, am I doing this? I'm doing this by changing my rituals. You know, um, I make sure that I have space for somebody else. I have, you know, um, like my, a nightstand on each side of my bed. That's creating an, an environment where not in this house, but maybe in a different house and maybe in, I, year from now or several years from now I'm I'm ex- I'm allowing I'm I'm allowing room for this kind of love in my life and you know instead of you know just waking up being like oh like this sucks like I'm waking up you know by myself again good morning to my dog I don't do that I wake up and I say like oh good morning beautiful do you want a cup of coffee oh yes I do thank you so much like let's make let's make myself let me make myself a really warming amazing cup of coffee because that's me allowing that in my life. I don't just, you know, drag myself to the coffee machine and make it whatever, whatever. I make my coffee as if I'm making it with with love for somebody else. And I'm going to give the cup of coffee to somebody else. You know what I mean? I just, I have more compassion. I'm more um, mindful of doing things with the emotion of love rather than being so stone cold and having this like lack of expression on my face, I'm allowing myself to laugh out loud crazy when I'm happy, cry when I'm sad, not this, you know, experience those emotions. And through these rituals, through doing things out of love, through texting my friends and telling them, hey, I'm just thinking of you, I'm doing more loving things. And I'm being able to build and build a really good foundation of this energy of love so that when I pull back that bow and arrow, that bow is going fucking flying ping right into my manifestation and it's just going to explode and everything is going to come together exactly as it's meant to be for me, right? Because I'm going to remind you right now, it is our birthright to be happy, to be joyful, to be successful, to be abundant, to be in love, to be able to experience and co-create anything in this life that we desire. So I hope that you guys really look at yourself and look at your situation and write it down, your body, your career, your spirituality, your finances, and your relationships. And what is your um, story around each of those areas in your life right now? And what are your belief system around those areas in your life right now? And draw a line straight across the paper of where do you want it to be? What does it look like to you? What is what is your manifestation around each one of those areas right now? And how can you change a ritual in your life directed to each one of your manifestations and through this, you guys, you will be breaking down those blockages and becoming closer and closer and closer to your manifestations. You guys, if you have like stayed in this for this long, trust me, we need to get clear. We need to be specific by writing things down. We can find more clarity. Sometimes you write something down, revisit it the next day, read it and think, uh, uh-uh, that's not what I want and rewrite it again. And then and rewrite it again and check it out and rewrite it again. Scripting is a really powerful tool. It's writing things and affirming things basically into existence. The power of writing something down is just so underrated and it's extremely powerful. Um, You guys, if you have the clear quartz crystal around you, it regulates, absorbs, and transforms energy to move us into a state of clarity. This is so powerful. So have clear quartz in your home, on your bracelets, Um, It's an extremely powerful meditation tool. Um, And when you do these things, you guys, you're taking your power back. So if you feel like you're losing your willpower towards your manifestations right now and getting a little bit discouraged and exhausted, take your power back, okay? Um, And through these rituals, you guys, we become consistency or we have consistency and consistency um, really is the key to reprogramming and our subconscious beliefs, right? So real quick, um, 
clarity. Like I said, with that bow and arrow, we have this part in our brain. It's the reticular activating system, our RAS system. This is in our brains and it determines what you notice and what you don't notice. So a manifestation would be something that you that you notice, right? Something that you think about, something that you visualize, something that you see. Um, and your brain, your reticular activating system um, knows this, okay? And so it focuses on this. So it, when it's like when you want, you know, you want um, a Jeep, okay? For example, say you really want a Jeep, you want, or whatever car you want, or it's, you know, and this would be an example of finding clarity. You want a new car. Okay, well, you need to really know exactly what car it is that you want. You need to know the, the, the make, the model, the color on the outside, the feeling that you're going to have when you're driving it. You need to know the, what you want the interior to look like. You need to know, okay? You need to know how much it's going to cost. You need to get very, 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 very clear. And you can do this through process of elimination or just through um, you know, just, just writing it down or, or research, etc. So say you figure it out, you find that clarity on what you want. You find out, you know, um, say the car is one of the topics that, that I was talking about. Like, let's replace the body one with car. Okay. We're going to write down our story about the car. Okay. What story are we telling about ourselves about the car that we have? What is our belief system about vehicles and cars? And, and what do we desire out of a car? And, um, you know, what, what, what do we want to feel when we have a, that car? Okay. So now that you've found clarity, um, you know, on what car you want, and you might have done this through ritual, through daily research, or through communicating with your friends about cars and et cetera, in order to, you know, um, figure it out, you know what you want. So say you want the Jeep. Okay. Do you ever notice how you say, oh, I want a Jeep. And then all of a sudden you see, a Jeep, another Jeep. Oh, I drove past a Jeep. Oh, wow. I was thinking of a Jeep and a Jeep just drove past me. Weird, right? Well, it's not weird at all. It's actually your reticular activating system that is doing this because it knows what you want and it becomes extremely laser focused on it. And then it's going to go and get it for you. Okay. And it might not get it for you tomorrow. It might take another six months or it might take a year. And that timeline is based on where you're at right now and the blockages that could be existing between you and that car. You know what I'm saying? In order for it to come into alignment, does it have enough emotion behind it? Right? So this is how powerful, you know, and this, I think this RAS system is a lot to do with our thoughts being so powerful. It's our thoughts when we have clear thoughts are powerful with emotion behind them. So emotion is created by motion. The way you move determines the way you feel. And the way you move is based on your rituals. And your rituals are the core of, you know, how you move and and how you feel. And through daily rituals, we can really reprogram the subconscious mind. And then when our subconscious mind is reprogrammed and we've worked through those blockages and limiting beliefs, we are able to literally stand on one edge of the field and pull your arrow back and let it just launch right off and just have a straight, you know, 300 mile per hour shot all the way down to the target at the other end of the field. And it's able to connect And in that moment of connection is when our manifestation comes flowing easily into your life. And at this time, you are reassured that it actually does work and that you are deserving because you are, you're deserving. Remember, it's your birthright. All these things are meant for you, but it's whatever has happened in between being born and now that has created these limitations and ideas and stories that we have repeated to ourselves and said out loud and fallen asleep dreaming to them that we actually can rewrite. I can actually wake up and tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. say, you know, my story about me and my body is different and this is where I'm going and I'm going to change my rituals and I'm going to start right now and then do the next day and the next day and the next day. And six months from now, I will post my beautiful photo with my banging body feeling just so happy. Same thing goes for any other of those five topics that I talked about. I could literally say at 10 o'clock tonight, my story is connected to my relationships or my self-sabotage of my lack of communication between my relationships in my life is not going to exist anymore because I don't want to suffer in this frustration of this area of my life. And that person, he is not in my life. He has not been in my life for seven years. So there is nothing to worry about. 
And the people that I have in my life are so good that if I tell them how I feel, they're not going to laugh at me. They're not going to talk down to me. They're not going to hate on me or judge me or, you know, say I'm stupid or dumb or all the things. Oh, my God, it makes me so emotional or say all the things, um, you know, or, or, or make me feel the way that he made me feel. It's just not going to happen. And this I know for sure. So I can be comfortable and vulnerable and do all the things and I can rewrite my story and I can literally change at any moment I desire I can shift myself and so can you at any moment. If you don't feel like you're a whatever, you don't have this quality based on these certain things that happened in your life, you can literally say, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and that's not me anymore. And the reason why we don't want to do this is because we've attached that self to that being who we are or to more, more actually realistically If we change this about ourselves, how will the people that are in our lives respond to that? But I hope the people around you are good people. And I hope the people around you that if you are expanding or working through something or growing or becoming closer or or more likely becoming back to your true authentic self, they will be happy. They will respond with love. They will respond you know, with excitement, with enjoyment, with growth. They will, they, will, they will be able to get to know you better. Your connection will be deeper. You know, your work ethic will be stronger. Your excitement for life will be better. And this is, you know, this is the motivation. So if it's the full moon energy tonight, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, or, or you know, any day at all, I just wish that you guys could find more clarity um, and get very clear and very specific on what it is that you want to manifest and really stay consistent, you guys, and engaged in your actions, your thoughts and your words and making sure that they're all aligned. Um, not only will this participate in reprogramming our su- subconscious mind, um, but it will it will create, you know, creating new rituals. It does. It will. It will get you closer. And it, this truly does work. I've done it before. It's just acknowledging that you are already manifesting all the time, but you're manifesting things into your life based on the frequency that you're at right now and based on either the work you're doing to bust through these blockages or the lack of work you're doing to bust through these blockages. So I hope that you gain some sort of value from this episode. And um, if you have any questions, you can just ask me or, or, or email me or, um, you know, connect with me. And besides that, you guys, I wish you another week full of abundance and success and clarity and just enjoy, enjoy the beauty of the moon. Enjoy what you see in others and know that those are also qualities that you attain. And, um, yeah, let's just continue to raise the frequency in ourselves so we can raise the frequency of the collective and move forward into a better tomorrow. Have a great night.